Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast brought to you by Phoenix Handlebars and Fox Racing. That's not a confirmed uh, sponsorship, but I'm just assuming so based on the current uh, members on the phone with me right now. I am your host, Brad Gephardt, with me for, I believe, his third appearance on the Big MX Radio Podcast. He's a repeat offender and a fan favorite, works at Fox. Kind of a big deal. It's kind of fun to be around. We haven't hung out yet, but he tells me that that day is coming soon. It's probably lying. Austin Hoover, how's it going? What's up, Brad? Yeah, it's uh, it'll happen, dude. Just you know, we got to be able to cross borders and whatnot. But we'll we'll hang it uh, one of these days. <laughs> there are barriers in their way right now. Uh, there are hurdles to be uh, to be uh, conquered, but one day we will. And, uh, here's my first attempt at putting you on the spot. I introduced you. Now you introduce the third member of the gang. Oh, I like this. Okay. Yeah. We're, uh, we're stoked to have, um, we've got Kenny day on who's our, uh, pro athlete manager over here at Fox, a newer, newer member to our crew, but, uh, long time, uh, long time friend of mine. And we're, we're really stoked to have him have him on our team and get him, uh, get him on the podcast and put him on the spot. So welcome, welcome to the show, Kenny Day. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> nice to be on the spot. Good to be here. Hey, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Anytime we can have this guy on the podcast, just picking his brain, going through all of the ins and outs of, uh, being a, uh, a professional rider, uh, liaison rep whatever you want to call it somebody who's taking care of the athletes and you basically have like two of the biggest prima donnas in the entire sport these guys are needy they're just whining at you night and day my boots have to be whiter my gear has to be more looking like a cow we'll get to that um kenny like your your first year on the on the tour as far as this being this with this job uh i assume that uh you've been like just thrown to the wolves on this one completely just uh austin just putting your feet to the fire as uh, as like as to be expected you know what i mean you're not a this isn't your first rodeo although i would also add that i don't know why a second rodeo is basically the statute of limitations as why as the, your your experience within that sport but regardless uh what has been your uh like your emergence and uh your immersiveness into the world of fox racing under the the care and tutelage of one austin hoover <laughs> wow well that, that was good I'll, I'll give you that the lead up was great um man you know it's it's to be to be working for fox now has been uh it's kind of like a dream of mine to be honest it's it's something I've looked up to, you know, I grew up watching like Terra Firma videos and, and all these things as a kid and I wore Fox gear as a kid. So yeah, I mean, just, just kind of going uh, through my career, you know, racer to team manager to then I, I was at Alpine stars and the whole time I always kind of like to me, Fox was like the top and uh, i never really thought that I'd end up here. And now that I'm here, it's, it's uh, truly better than, better than what I, you know, envisioned in my, in my little head of mine. Um, it's been, it's been nothing but great. And, you know, um, I'm pretty glad that I have these, uh, so-called picky needy guys. Cause like, that's where I specialize in is being able to kind of step in and understand and relate and, uh, be able to just kind of take care of that stuff. We eliminate, eliminate all the crap during the week. So that when we show up on the weekends, we're, we're ready to race. 
So what has been your your biggest hurdle and adjustment uh, so far in the new role? Uh, obviously working with uh, two top level guys that uh, I kind of joke about it, but they are demanding guys. They they uh, they expect the best. They and, and they happen to be working with a fantastic company. Uh, what has been your uh, your biggest transitionary period when when working with these guys and also developing a bit of a rapport because um, like not to say these guys are tough to get along with, but uh, it, like. There's a trust level that needs to be built there. Yeah, I'd say, you know, just getting to spend in a, this trip to Florida that we're doing right now is kind of like what helps it all. Um, just being able to be here and uh, establish a good relationship. And and then, man, just, just being uh, at the track with the guys, like especially uh, during the week right now, I have that ability to be there, be there every day. And, you know, it kind of like makes me a part of their – their everyday team in a sense you know I'm, I'll go out to the track and I'll watch Ken and I'll film and film him and then we'll talk about stuff that's going on so it's like you know I'm not just their just their gear guy so I'd say the biggest thing is just trying to you know be in the right situation to understand and build the relationship stronger so I wouldn't say it's a hurdle you know by any means it's just it just takes time to kind of build the relationship and um, you know like I said thankfully I used to race and I still ride. And, um, so I'm, I'm able to kind of relate to these guys. And, uh, so that goes a long ways. Fair enough. He is the style master. We'll be talking about that later on in the podcast. Now, Austin, uh, like it, honestly, it seems like the two of you guys are two peas in a pod, uh, having the time of your lives in the frigid temperatures of Indianapolis, uh, probably trying to stay as warm as possible in that, uh, the van and like preface this in the time we're going to talk about, a couple of different Kennys on this particular pod, one that matters, one that we have on the phone. Um, but uh, what is your, your sort of bird's eye view of this whole situation? You've been with Fox for a little while now, um, seeing the the, the, the the Kennys get along, AC added in there as well, and, and is watching Kenny Day sort of uh, blossom in this new position with, and I think you might connect with this, yeah. I see Fox as like in sort of how I as a kid growing, growing up playing hockey looked at putting on that Team Canada uniform. Maybe that's dramatizing things a little bit, but like Fox is that brand that for us in, within this age group that was basically that aspiring brand. It's Fox and it's everybody else. Um, what's your take on all that with uh, with Kenny basically uh, emerging and, and taking on this new role and all the responsibility that comes along with it? Yeah, no, it's it's been awesome. Um, you know, Kenny and I, like like I said earlier, like Kenny and I have known each other since uh, like going back to 2008. We met through some mutual friends, and um, being fellow East Coasters, he used to come down here and 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 ride during the winter. So that's that's how we originally met, and we've kept in touch ever since. And um, you know, even when I was over in Europe, we would we would you know stay in touch. And um, you know, I I always had a you know we always had a really strong relationship, and I knew that you know, he had what it takes to, to be part of our team. You know, um, we, we take things, you know, we look at things with a different perspective at Fox and that's what we hold ourselves to a really high standard is, you know, like, like Kenny said, like managing those relationships and, you know, treating our athletes more than just, um, as, as a service provider, you know, like we're, we get really deeply involved in their programs and, you know, we have, you know, deep, deep connections with them across the board, you know, not just with our athlete managers, but with, our product and design teams and um it's it's something that we hold really important so yeah he's he's 
dived right in for sure and um, things have been going really really good and, and like you said like it's it's not easy to to sort of like break into the, the inner circles for these riders and um, you know Kenny's done a great job of that and you know that that has a lot to do with like you know being part of the Fox brand is is uh, you know that's a that's a really important part of it so um, yeah it's, it's been going super smooth and um, we've been out here in Florida for a bit now and had a had some shoots after Orlando and like you said just it's it's that spending that time together and like you know being involved in the everyday program that is that is like really really key for us so yeah all, all positive and we're, we're stoked to have them on board and shit it's been just like a couple months so yeah. it'll be it'll be good to look back on this in a couple of years and see what we're able to accomplish so um, I'm super excited um, and and just like tons of forward momentum for us as a brand so it's uh, it's, it's a good time to work at Fox for sure Okay, I was looking for a little bit more dirt there, but that's okay. Um, totally kidding. Uh, Kenny, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just bugging you guys. Uh, there, is, there is no dirt yeah. except for when you guys are, uh, are, are putting knobbies in it. And uh, that looks like some unbelievable soil that you guys are riding. Like, honest, like Austin, you haven't been able to, to ride much. Uh, Kenny, your style master making, like literally, I think maybe just like all of the riders that are normally in the catalog sorry it's it's just kenny and his kits and, and that chocolate brown soil um and yeah just like sending it whips you name it like forget about like casey and all those kids and like this kid named uh, adam scenesrill all that out the window uh kenny like putting together a kit uh and and, and riding down in, in florida like is like does it get much better man like i don't like i'm people are gonna bat bag on me for kind of like uh like blowing you guys out a little bit here but wow like it it's optical <laughs> it's 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 a it's it's good stuff I, like, i'm just leaving it at that yeah no i mean i mean you know i'll I've, I've say i'll say it again but like you know this position is like a dream come true for me you know and, and everything about it so you know thankfully uh and putting the kits together actually came from you know another co-worker i think he doesn't really get a enough uh recognition as matt and matt's in the office right now and he's the one that's you know pumping out butt patches and getting us gear while we're on the road and you know he's he's a good enough friend that he saw that i needed some stuff and was like just sent me a random kit you know so i'm gonna thank him for making me look good but you know as far as the soil and throwing the big whips and all that kind of stuff like uh i guess that's my part and i i enjoy it <laughs> we, we need to like someone needs to like reignite the whole like i don't know i don't know who was responsible i think it was like transworld back in the day that did the industry cup but we could really use an industry cup race nowadays with k day on the program we got yes. connor olsen's back working for us at fox so that's true um we got some some fast boys some fast boys at, at hq so yeah, we're ready. We're ready for an industry race. <laughs> no kidding. I would love to I'll see. Take, I'll take the pit board on that one. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're pit boarding, but like all, all intent, like all respect to you guys. I think like Fly's got some fast guys too. Uh, between um, what is this? like uh, they've got Brock Sellers over there. Like they got they got maybe like the they got last like the like a few years ago's fast guys. Cole Siebler, if not, I'm not mistaken, still there. Uh, NorCal, yeah. um, there's like fast dudes within the industry that uh, that hawk gear, and of course, JT Money. Uh, if there's like twenty bucks on the line, you're probably saying goodbye to your Tib Fib, and he's a Florida boy, so 
Um, (laughs) Things could get a little bit crazy uh, if there was an industry race like that. Maybe too much would be on the line. It would be a one and done sort of thing. Uh, but um, completely changing the subject, uh, what were you, your, uh, the two of you's thoughts on uh, this Moto Fight Club car racing? Uh, I think maybe the uh, the highlight of it, that as far as I can tell, because I, I was not able to watch the whole thing, I was uh, I was busy busy that particular evening. It was the uh, the racing kits from Carmichael Reed, and I believe. Uh, Dungey had them as well. Like, if you guys are going for best dressed, I know you you guys do it Supercross, but uh, when it came to cars, you guys won as that, that one as well. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun one. Kenny, actually, I'll, I'll give Kenny all the credit on that one. He he made that happen, and uh, we have some some good contacts over at Sparco that we worked together to to get those things done. And yeah, I thought it was rad. Like, the guys looked killer, and um, I think it's always cool. Like you know. We're, we're obviously into the crossover over here at Fox. And I mean, if, if anybody was paying attention to what we did uh, with, with Kenny at Orlando number two as well with Lewis. So um, yeah, we, we love the crossover and think that was super cool and totally embraced the four wheel side of racing. So yeah, it was nice job, K-Day. Thanks, man. Okay, boys, let's jump around a little bit because I have a list of cool questions and awesome stuff to ask, of course, because I, I design those types of things. Uh, but let's jump straight into some of my favorite kits so far from Fox and the, with Kenny and AC. Uh, we're, 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 you guys can address it now, I think, is probably best. Let's talk about the cow gear with the lime green pants and then move into the Lewis Hamilton uh, collab because I think that's basically the, the two ends of the spectrum, as far as I'm considered. <laughs> okay, you want me to take you want me to take the cow? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, man. It's, uh, so that is uh, the kit that you're referring to is uh, Flexair Psychosis. So it's part of our image collection that's coming out um, here in the next next couple weeks. Um, we're we're really excited about it. Honestly, it's like a an opportunity for our designers to to get a little bit wild and and not really have like the um you know normal restrictions that that we would they would be underneath and just kind of go a little bit crazy with it so yeah that was that was one that came to life and um we had we shot adam in it like back in november of 2019 like you know because that was supposed to originally supposed to come out in august of, of 2020 and got got pushed back a little bit but um interesting yeah we identified that that was one that we felt like was you know fit with adam's personality and uh pretty far out there and like the flow yellow pant links up with the cowie really good so um i personally think it's rad i know it was it was a lot of people um maybe didn't like it but i think it's like hey people are talking about it and that's what that's what really matters so um i think it's a fun one no such thing as bad pub (laughs) and honestly it, it had its moments and uh like but i don't know if it showed up on tv as well as it does in person does that make sense yeah, yeah, I can I can understand that, but I think also too Adam had a rough night when he wore it. So if yeah, he, if he would have if he would have won, it would have been a different story. But you know, it is what it is. Stuff happens, and we yeah, we're we're stoked to uh, stoked to be able to use you know both Adam and Ken when when it comes to this image collection, and um, definitely more to come. So um, yeah, that's that's all I got on Flexair Psychosis. I'm not calling it Cow Gear, bro. No, what are we calling it? Just Flexair psychosis. Yeah. Move over. It. <laughs> Is it called move over? Yeah. Move over. 
<laughs> Eat more chicken. <laughs> yeah, it's actually it's in support of poultry products everywhere. Um, but uh, right. let's talk about some of the kits that Kenny's worn so far. And so far, we haven't seen him in the same stuff twice, which uh, like is just that style points right there is that you're able you have that many cool kits to put on. Uh, Orlando two really stood out. My personal favorite though was of course he's got the the red red plate. Red and white gear, red head, red to, red and white head to toe. I believe that was Indy, or yeah, Indy one or Indy two. Uh, really, really like that kit. What, what's uh, what, what's sort of been the story of the tape uh, when it comes to dressing uh, Ken Rocks and head to toe, uh, Kenny? Well, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, I think we still have some things that are coming that just really going to kind of blow everything that's already come out out of the water. Um, so just be prepared for that one. There's there's some really cool stuff coming, but okay, you know I think what's cool with Ken and and also with Fox and being you know having that relationship where everything works together is that uh, those guys have a huge you know uh, opinion and say on, on what they're wearing, and so everything that you've seen Ken wear to this point is he's he's been involved in, uh, especially the Lewis gear. You know he had a huge involvement in that as far as colors and design and. You know, it was back and forth several times before, you know, he was totally stoked on it. And uh, he was proud to wear that at Orlando. So I think, uh, like I said, you're going to see some things coming that everything that you've liked up to this point so far, I think you'll like even more pretty soon. Fair enough. So with that, I ask you then, like working with these two guys, uh, they're they're the, the top of their game. They expect the best. What are what's some of the the most common questions they have for you as to what you can do throughout the day, and what's the most ridiculous request you've gotten from either one of them? <laughs> um, man, I honestly haven't had anything like too ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to think. You know, truthfully. I think, and I've said this before in other places, it's just that you really got to take a step back and, and understand that each person, each athlete is, they all have their own sensitivities. And uh, even if you or myself may think some of these things are ridiculous, whatever it takes for these guys to be comfortable, then that's what we do. You know, that's what I do. Um, so I wouldn't say anything's ever too ridiculous. Like, you know, they could, they could ask me to, uh, you know, which uh help change underwear and dude i'm in there you know like that's that's my job so whatever it takes for for ken to be stoked on the whole day that's i'm gonna step up and up to this point he hasn't asked for anything crazy same thing with adam you know if they have some uh little things they want to tweak or whatever it is i just make sure that i'm extremely uh proactive about it and and jump in with the whole team at Fox and you know we always try to just make things better you know we can always be better across the board and that's kind of what I'm I'm just trying to focus on little by little so yeah nothing nothing crazy but man and every day you know with them at the races it's pretty simple like I said we try to we try to do all the testing and all the, the stuff that we need to do during the week so that race day is nothing more than you know the product's great and we just focus on just racing and that's what makes everything successful in my opinion i agree uh a lot of, like race day uh for all intents and purposes should sort of be a finished product that's when you just focus on going fast on two wheels uh all of the other work goes on in the the other eight days of the week um austin like 
you've been around this as well as Kenny. You've been around this for a long period of time. But there's and as as fans, pro gear and the acquisition of pro gear is such a, like a uh, a mysterious thing to a lot of people. Uh, maybe you can get in a little bit as to some of the common misconceptions or some of the uh, the the interesting tidbits that, that come along with uh, professional motocross gear. Uh, in, in addition to just like how to uh, coordinate things with teams, of course, Kawasaki and, and Honda, they both want their, their logos prominent on the jerseys. Same thing with the, uh, whether it be Red Bull or the Monster Claw. What, what side of things goes in with that as well as like uh, every time that the fan sees you guys and basically wants to take everything out of your backpack? <laughs> yeah, I mean, on the, on the sponsor, like, you know, coordination between the teams and the sponsor logos and stuff, I mean, um, I'm super thankful that we've got you know, great relationships across the board with, with all the race team partners that we work with. And, um, you know, so like the approval process for us is, is always pretty smooth, you know, whether it be with, um, you know, the title energy drink sponsor or, you know, the OEM partner as well. Like, you know, we've been working, for example, like we've been working with the Honda team for so long now. And, um, I work with really closely with everybody in Austria. So all the approvals for, you know KTM Husky gas gas it's it's all goes through the same guy and I've been I've been working with him since you know 2015 when when Dunge was there so um yeah all that all that stuff is honestly like you know it's it's give and take for sure and you know we we hold ourselves to a really high standard when it comes to like maintaining our uh brand visibility for Fox but then you know we also understand the um all the money that goes into it from all the sponsor side too so I think that like that's something that people definitely, you know, probably don't really understand from the outside looking in that like as the clothing sponsor, you still have to work with all these, all these other partners and external sponsors that, you know, want their logo visibility, you know, just as much as you do. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's all a lot of relationship management and, you know, give and take, like, you know, for example, I can give a good one is like the guys over at Kawasaki are, are, awesome like between um dan and bruce and after this last summer like we had a couple conversations about you know hey like you know we're we're willing to give you guys you know a little bit more leeway and and you know you can have a little bit more fun with the with the colors as long as like you know scratch our backs too so uh this year for adam like uh he actually wore it at orlando too but we did a, a custom colorway of a of a gear set that's still to come out but um you know gave Cowie some love and added a little bit of additional green and um, so, you know, those are things that are all, like I said, relationship based and, um, you know, we take a lot of pride in, in working with those partners and, you know, keeping everybody happy. So, um, and then it lets us, it lets us have fun too. Like, like you said, it's, or like I said, it's, it's give and take. So, um, yeah, no, no, uh, no big challenges on that side, to be honest. And, you know, we, we really appreciate working with everybody that we do and, um, are thankful to have the partners that we have and, you know, we all we're all in it for the same goal is just to, you know, we want our athletes that are shared between those partners to look the best as we possibly can. And they all understand that from our point of view too. So, um, it works, it works really good. Um, what was your other question about giving away jerseys? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, like, how do you handle, like, like I'm sure fans have a ton of questions. One of which being, can I basically have everything you have in your hands right now? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, we don't um we don't take any responsibility for that stuff i mean our riders like when they get their gear like it's theirs and you know they they take it home and they use it for practice and you know we're but we're supportive if they want to give stuff away um you know we always understand that hooking up fans is important um and you know that's kind of the the 
the core of the sport, right? So um, we leave that up to them. Um, and, a, and a lot of the time, too, it's like it's all really charity-based, right? So like um, Kenny, for example, like he doesn't give away gear unless it's going towards a, towards a charity, um, which you know, we obviously support his wishes. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. Like, I mean, it's, I think that it's important that, you know, you may, if you, if you give away every single Jersey that people ask for your, your Jersey becomes less cool. Right. <laughs> True. Absolutely. Like no, no one asks for my Jersey. So I've actually given, I've, I've like, it's, it's the rarest out there. Okay. <laughs> that's yeah. one way to look at it. For sure, like it's it's uh, that, that's like there's there's not too many people who have my, my jersey in their their rec room, uh, but um, Kenny and actually Austin, you can answer this too. Um, like like every single one of these guys, like uh, their kits, like when they get pulled together, it's it's a it's a full like it's everything coming together. It's the boots, the helmet, everything. Uh, what do you geek out about? Like, is it the details on the boot? Is it details on the helmet? Like, what is it that you pay? maybe enjoy spending the most amount of attention to when putting something together um and and also like is, is are you particular about anything when it comes to dressing these guys up and austin same question for you i mean truthfully i'm gonna say it's it's, it's the whole package it's like getting everything to match perfect um you know having having everything kind of pop you know it all goes together but you want it all to kind of pop in a sense and so you know for a guy like uh, Kenny, he wears a Red Bull helmet, so his helmet's always gonna gonna stay consistent, you know. Yeah, so that's the at that point, we're gonna stay. Yeah, we're we're trying to make the goggle pop with the gear in a sense. Um, but then, shoot, man, when it comes to to Adam, he, you know, he's head to toe, and he's wearing a monster helmet, and we have the ability to kind of create a design around the monster logo. So Adam's kits are always like extremely detailed. And everything matching together so for me i mean it's all the small de- all, all the small details that just add up to make like that that one you know presentation when they come riding into the stadium and straight onto the start line and just everyone's staring at it like that's my favorite part <laughs> yeah Boston. two things for me one is one is uh similar to that it's like I, and and i would i got to experience it a lot uh, you know, both in the GPs and, and over here now, it's like, I love walking down, like onto the, either whether it be the stadium floor or whether it be the, you know, staging at the, out the outdoor nationals. But I love seeing the look on all the other riders faces when they see our guys, cause they just not like our guys just, they look sick and there's no better validation than when you see their competition eyeing them up and like, you can see it in their eyes. I mean, of course nobody says anything, but it's like, mm-hmm. that's always a really good feeling for me. Um, and then secondly, like a little bit more specific, like I'm a, I'm a, I geek out on the boots, like, cause I'm a, I'm a shoe guy. Like I'm into yeah. footwear and like I, my wife would get, you know, she's not stoked on the amount of money I spend on <laughs> Nike.com every month. But, um, so that's kind of like the same thing, you know, it's like, I think the shoe game is always important. And, um, you've probably noticed we've, we've gotten a little bit wild with our, with our custom boots this year and like adding the guy's name and numbers on them for some of them. And, all that little attention to detail, detail stuff. Like I, I geek out on it. So I'm, I'm really stoked with where we're at. And our design team's so killer. Like they can, they dream up some, some really wild stuff. So like, like Kenny said earlier, we, we've got some, we've got some heavy, heavy heat coming here, and especially in the boot category here. Like even before the end of Supercross. So um, 
yeah, it's it's that I, I get stuff on that stuff for sure. That is actually one thing that I wanted to mention to you, maybe even just in private, but the fact that your boots, the 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 instinct boot is actually not featured maybe as much as it maybe should be uh, on the, the social media, especially the Instagram uh, for Fox Moto. Like trying to find, I was trying to find a, a really good picture of them earlier and I, you guys have posted a couple lately, but prior to that, it was more difficult. And I'm the same way, I like boots to me kind of like tie the whole thing together and it's gotta be something that just, it, it either has to um, like let everything else pop or the boots themselves have to pop. And now seeing the, the customization on the back and on the side with the name and number. You guys have inspired me. I need to figure out a way to do that to my boots uh, for this coming racing season. Perhaps some help that way would be nice. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, like that is a really, really cool look. And uh, I, I, I'm, I'm like, I echo your sentiments about the boots. Sweet. So yeah, uh, let's get, absolutely. So let's get into this trip, Florida trip. Um, Austin and it actually both of you kind of like a homecoming especially for Austin you get to see Goove which is uh, hilarious I see pictures on Kenny Day's Instagram story of him having you guys were actually testing Ken uh, Ken Roxon's discipline by having beers in front of him you guys should be commended for like strengthening his his willpower hats off to both of you uh, but like just <laughs> run me through this awesome trip that you guys are on and uh, and you guys like basically challenging Ken Rocks and to continue to go dry 2021 uh, and, and just like all the work that you guys are, are doing in that way. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. Um, it's, it's awesome. I mean, being from Florida, like we get to, we get to come back here quite a bit for work and um, you know, always, always getting to see the family and stuff is great, but yeah, it's been, it's been super productive and um, we shot, we did some, uh, some photo shoot stuff with Ken last week and, got to you know spend some time on the boat after that so you, you put in the work and then you get to have some fun at the end of the day so um yeah it's been awesome and you know I, i'll let kenny speak to it a little bit more but i mean just just being here with all the athletes and having the access to them um you know during their weekday program is, is super helpful and like our our you know our company is like you know we're still we still have the flexibility of you know mostly work from home um, being, being based in California. And, and so, yeah, I've, I've been on the road and just living my life on zoom and at the races. So it's been, it's been, uh, productive for sure. Yeah. I, uh, I'll also say like, I, I love coming to Florida. I actually lived here, um, at the Rensland's place. It's called dreamland. If you're familiar with that one, but, I am uh, familiar. And we're going to get into El Dozer in a second here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, shoot, man, over the weekend, you know, like just, just being here and going up there and, and I, I honestly, I still look at that place as, as home for me. So, um, it's probably the only place in the world I feel like I can actually disconnect from, from everything. But, uh, man, just being here in Florida and being able to go to the track and, and be a part of, the, uh, like the, you know, the guys program like completely. And if there's anything new and anything we need to try, it's just good to just kind of to do it here um so just man it's awesome like i said i feel like we're being here we, we i feel like a big part of the program um i'm extremely thankful that guys like ken and adam completely open it up to to us you know and they could be very reserved on it but but they're not they uh they put a lot of trust in us and so we're we're just we're there and we're we're a part of the everyday program and um it's cool you know i i think uh 
my uh, race team background of, of running a team, I I don't look uh, I don't look at this any different than when I was running a race team. You know, it's it feels exactly the same. Everything's about the riders. You know, we're always trying to make them comfortable. You know, so instead of before it was you know how we could make their bikes better or their suspension better now it's how we can make our product better and um just being there every day as much as possible running through the program you know seeing the progress and it's a collective thing it's, it's just a cool thing to be a part of so you know i'm thankful for opportunities to be here um as much as we have been and um after this weekend we're obviously gonna kind of take off more west and so i'm sure next week when i'm in texas i'll be uh reminiscing on how much fun we have had uh in the past few weeks so it's cool it's you know having the fun is what drives you um being able to share these moments with the whole entire team is uh is something we kind of live for well there you go and, and, and go. i think going beyond oh, go ahead sorry brad but but i think i think going beyond just just ken and adam like you know, it's, it's been good to be able to spend some time with our, our amateur team. And, you know, Casey. you got Casey Cocker riding, riding at the sandbox with Kenny. And, you know, they have a really rad relationship between those two. Like, we lost a piece of content with Casey last week. And, like, Kenny was just, like, reposting everything. Like, we didn't even ask him to do that. But he's just stoked. Like, that's his little buddy, you know. So then, like, and then uh, Seth Dennis and Daxton Bennett are riding just down the road at at Tyler Rattray's place and Jordan Jarvis is normally there as well too and um so yeah it goes beyond just just them just beyond you know Ken and Adam it's it's you know our collective team and being able to spend time with our athletes and their families and um you know we're a, we're a huge supporter of the of the Ricky Carmichael Amateur Supercross this coming weekend at Daytona and, yes um you know so that's that's a, a big part of of why I'm here as well is you know still to be here and stay back and and support that event as well so um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff. All, all positive over there. No kidding. Uh, like working with a kid like Casey, uh, of course, first of all, you get to hear the, the beautiful song of a two stroke, just ripping, uh, just <laughs> with that kid of the gas, gas, uh, super minis. Uh, I think, is he on a 125 yet or no, he's still on super minis. Super mini. Yeah. Like maybe you guys, you guys can tell me I'm completely wrong. But like to me, watching a super mini jump the, like, ride, like at full capacity the way these kids ride, like to me it's almost, almost more impressive, almost more fun to watch than than watching uh, some of the 450 guys go because like literally the, the the level of aggression and the intensity that kids like Casey have to ride with to achieve those types of speeds, like more often than not they look like they're completely overriding the machine just because they're. They're never having to shut off anywhere. Is that not some of the most fun uh, content to go gather just because those kids are sending it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, the youth shoots are always really fun. And, you know, like, the, the pro guys are so used to that stuff. But when, when we get the cameras out and, you know, dedicate a day, like, a whole day to the kids, it's, it's, it's really rad. Like, for us as a brand and, you know, the, the kids and the families really enjoy it too. You know, they don't they don't get that sort of, um, attention, you know, that often. So um, that's been something I've been working on quite a bit with with Mikey Rangel, who you know heads up heads up you know brand marketing for on the moto side for us, and yeah. um, you know because Back we've got the, the special youth team. And, 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we've got such a we've got such a rad youth program, and you know we we've taken a, that responsibility responsibility upon ourselves to really you know showcase those those kids and and put a spotlight not only on you know the current stars of the sport, but the you know the kids that are going to be the future. And um, you know you look back at the terra firma videos and the kids on the couch and all the stuff that Pete and the family did. Um, you know that stuff's really important, and and you know we're going to continue to continue to do that and. Um, I'm, I'm really stoked for the future of our youth program. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's rad. We've got some, we've got some special kids over there. So it's, it's really, really fun. It's definitely cool to see, uh, that sort of program all kind of coming back. And, and, uh, like you said, like the terra firma videos, uh, James, Travis and Ricky on the couch, all of us grew up with that sort of stuff. Um, and, and, and tying into that, of course, I am the king of the segues and you'll see that I have even more skills that way in a few moments when I talk about videos and El Dozer war machines. <laughs> 2014, if I'm not mistaken, uh, was filmed at his place alongside none other than Aaron Plessinger. Uh, that was the first time we saw the cartoon character that is Luke Resland, because he's hilarious. Uh, Kenny, I know you enjoyed some pizza earlier this this week. I know that you uh, you yeah. also have been at uh, Dreamland um, and, and not just not just dreaming about uh, riding those those jumps, but actually doing it as well seeing uh luke ride and i think he's i don't know if he's he's uh, planning on making a comeback anytime soon but uh let's get sidetracked a little bit from the fox talk to talk about luke resland and the hilariousness that comes along with that because i assume you guys met either somewhere along the lines of riding at at uh, dreamland or your work with the traders uh, yamaha team back in the day yeah actually um man that's the traders traders where it all kind of started i I think it was uh, 2015. Yeah, 2015. I took the Traders team um, to to Dreamland, and um, Luke and Cody and Chief, like the whole family, opened up, you know, their facility to uh, to our team. And then we were actually like some of the first first people to like really get to utilize the place more than you know just what Luke was. Um, but man, we kind of, we hit it off right away. Um, and then the whole time for about like the whole year that we were there, I kept, you know, always making jokes with Luke, like, Hey, we're eventually going to get you on the traders team. And, and sure enough, it worked out. And, um, so man, I mean, we, we started with a business relationship, but, uh, now those guys are complete family to me. And, you know, I've had some, uh, really great times with Luke and, and his family. And, you know, he, he's given me moments of my life that I'll never forget, like a podium at uh the indy supercross in 2018 so luke's uh he's a character man him him and his brother cody um those two together are like i mean you never stop laughing you know and then if we add karaoke into the mix it's it's like uh i can't even describe it you know like <laughs> i can't tell how many times we've like just stayed up till two in the morning in the garage you know every night of the week just just i'm just in there you know shouting around like a fangirl uh at every song they sing but uh man it's sweet you know like uh being around luke being around cody being at dreamland um those guys are like i said family to me and i love being there and i i do think that uh you know i think if everything works out right i think you'll see luke back behind a gate here soon um i'm sure Sure, uh, is Heck going to continue to push him in that direction because that guy has an insane amount of talent. Um, he still has a lot of drive. He just, you know, he's had a 
a little bit of a rough time last year trying to do the outdoor series and just a few setbacks that have kind of maybe uh, slowed him down a bit, but I think he'll he'll come out swinging here soon. Definitely. I think that setback was called the Canadian Nationals. Um, but honestly, the, <laughs> the, the, the first time that I had Luke on the show, uh, I asked him what his, like, if he, when he gets to the 450 class, and Lord Levin, if he can get there one day, I assume at one point he'll be in the top 10 points, he'll come out for opening ceremonies. Venture to guess, either one of you, what he said his, his walkout song would be if he's in the top 10, he's getting called out for uh, opening ceremonies at Supercross. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Uh, yeah, I couldn't tell you exactly what that's going to be, but I'm sure he's uh, he's probably sang it before while wearing an afro and white shoes and khaki pants before. A Randy Saltine original. Yeah. He went, dumps like a truck, truck what, baby move your butt, butt, butt. Cisco's <laughs> thong song Cisco. is what he wants to come out to. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, is his no, go-to. I mean, uh, yep, yep. Believe me, I, I have some... Uh, I'll tell you what, man. If there's anybody that could take him... I have so much dirt on my phone um, of him, whether he was, you know, already uh, doing his dance appearance in the thong or whether it was just full selfies of nothing but bare ass. Believe me, I, I have Okay. <laughs> So maybe there's already some B-roll available for that opening ceremonies video. Oh, we've already put it all together. Believe me. It, okay, it's okay. Done, it's, so. it's literally just a case of plus yeah. pressing play. All right, segue back into somebody who's equally as entertaining, <laughs> funny to be around. We're not talking about uh, Goof right now. We're talking about the other guy that has probably been uh, the culprit as to why both of your abs hurt after a week hanging out with Kenny Roxon, the guy looks like a riot. He makes me want to go just like blast past the Canadian border, head on down to Florida, and uh, and take in the the show that is hanging out with Ken. Um, like the guy's got to be game face for a Supercross championship, but uh, he seems to be entertaining the two of you guys. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that you know his the transition that he's gone through you know over the last year with you know the birth of his son and you know man he's just he's just in such a good place right now you know and i've, I've known kenny for a really long time I've, I've been lucky to work with him um for as long as i have and man i can say that um i'm just so happy to see him sort of like in the position in life that he's in right now and just able to like you said, switch it on when it needs to be switched on and, and get in the zone and, and perform on Saturdays and well, and Tuesdays now sometimes. Um, but, you know, at the same time, be able to disconnect and, and have fun and go out on the boat with the boys. And, you know, like we were shooting the other day and he was like, I'm going to go over on the outdoor track and like there's this jump that I can get upside down on. And he's like, should I do it? And we're like, yeah, dude, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a blast. He's, he's always been really fun to be around. And I can say that it's like even more so in, in, in this last year. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been entertaining for sure. That's a lot. That's awesome. I love it. And, and, and Kenny, you didn't get up uh, on the, you didn't care, did you? No. K-Day wasn't up for the, I saw Goof's unbelievable skills. Goof, Goof's got some skills. Yeah, Goof. Yeah, on the like, wake he's skate. He's a really good skateboarder. And, 
Yeah, we used to we used to wakeboard a bunch when we were kids. Obviously, growing up in Florida, so he's got it. It's just just buried a little bit deeper. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, like this trip seems awesome, but uh, unfortunately, like the the unfortunate side of it is that I assume that of course you guys always plan things out uh, weeks ahead of time or just fly by the seat of your pants. Either way, you weren't able to uh, capture much content with one uh, Adam Cerullo, who I assume is uh, is out for uh, a number of weeks now with uh, with a broken collarbone. Bummer. Uh, that probably holds us back from uh, from some top qual top like top qualifying finishes as well as uh, some blazing fast lap times. And like that uh, the the cow gear uh, from the from the Move Over series uh, to. Uh, maybe like some of the designs that he would have worn in the coming weeks will be put will be again pushed off a little bit. Is that am I uh, along the right lines there? And maybe some activities that would have been scheduled for this trip uh, had to be put on hold. Yeah, you you know you're right. It's an unfortunate time. You know, I think um, Adam was he was really starting to find his groove there. Um, you know, we I know he, his off season wasn't as long as he wanted it to be and uh coming in just a little you know just not he didn't have as, as many lashes he wanted under his belt so it took a little bit to get going and i felt like that that night in orlando he was finally in a spot where he was you know he was gonna he was gonna have a very uh good finish and be happy about it but you know this it's it's life you know you gotta kind of just keep moving and i think at this point you know he's just gonna do whatever he can to be back and be back strong and of course, you know, there's there's always uh, an image that we want to be able to show the public and this side of doing this trip was part of that and uh, but it's okay, you know, we'll we'll come back and we'll do it again at a later point and um, he'll be back sooner than, you know, maybe than some other expected but when he comes back, we'll go straight back into all the things that we had planned and uh, I think he'll show up and come out swinging. I, I think you can always count on that. Fair enough, Austin. I like. I, I was really disappointed to see him get hurt, mainly because I thought that with the the two weeks before Daytona, uh, and with the the injury, the leg injury that I sort of I like just based on my knowledge of anatomy and physiology of the fact that he's probably dealing with some sort of a hip adductor issue of him not being able to pinch with his legs. I think that was the issue in it. Uh, you could either you can confirm it or not. Uh, maybe, maybe you just tell me that I was completely out to lunch, but I think that two weeks was going to be an X fact for him to be feeling better rolling into Daytona. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, the injury sustained at uh, Orlando 2 kind of just derailed all of that because I think him being only having to race once in the course of the, the three weeks between now uh, or when that the, the injury happened and uh, the Dallas race, I think that was going to be uh, a good recovery time for him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a it's a bummer for sure to to see him go down and you know kind of like Kenny said he was he was you know finding his stride despite you know not coming into the season as prepared as he as he probably would have liked to be. So um, man, I mean it's it, it happens. It's racing, and you know I think from from my point of view, like God, he had such a strong outdoor season. So you know I, I'm really hoping that he'll be able to you know get some get some hours back on the bike and and just really come into come into the outdoors strong because i mean man he he made a he made a serious statement this summer and i think you know with how kenny's going right now and if adam's able to you know harness that speed that we saw this past summer man we're gonna have some we're gonna have some fun battles um once we go outdoors so 
um, I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, it's stoked to stoked to see the kid get back on the bike here pretty soon. He's he's got all the he's got all the ingredients to to make it happen. And you know, we obviously are are behind him a thousand percent. So uh, stoked to stoked to get him back on. And could have been could have been way worse. So um, he'll he'll be back before we know it. Fair, fine. That's awesome, guys. Last couple of questions I have for you before I let you guys have a whole lot more fun than chatting with a Canadian up here in the Canadian North. Um, like you guys all both mentioned growing up with the Terra Firma series, loving those videos. I've watched them on YouTube a dozen times, thanks to uh, uh, Fox for putting them on YouTube. Like every single one of them, you just put them on repeat. It's, it's fantastic. I asked you guys this though, starting with Kenny, what was your favorite uh, athlete or what was your favorite segment from one of those videos? Like one that you, you, you'd never skip over it. You just like, you play it over and over again, or like maybe that segment is why you, you fell in love with this one particular rider. That, you really put me on the spot there. <laughs> yep. I, I told you I would. Um, <laughs> you know what, man, it's going to be like a, and I, I hope I get his name right. And this is like, super random but I, I i loved all those videos but the ice segment donnie schmidt with donnie schmidt donnie was schmidt, like yeah. something that i always it always like stays very relevant in my mind just because at, an, at a young age i had like no idea what was even happening <laughs> and then not that long ago i was actually like when i uh when i started talking to austin about coming here um once things looked a little more final i just i had a little bit of a break there switching uh companies and i just started watching like every fox video on youtube and i obviously i went back to terra firma and uh was watching that segment kind of like dude this is crazy you know because not only was he just drifting you know he's like kind of jumping stuff and yeah like that's section. something i haven't seen yeah i haven't you know like let's let's look at i have not seen that uh since that like i haven't seen anybody do that in present day um, not on a dirt bike. So yeah, that was pretty cool. That stands out for me. Fair enough. Austin, same question. Less on the spot because you had two minutes to think about it. Uh, yeah, I did a bad job of actually thinking about it. Well, I was just like, <laughs> I was just geeking over what Kenny was saying. But a um, couple ones always stand out for me. Like, um, obviously, Terra Firma 2, like McGrath, Castillo Ranch part. Like, I don't think, from, from my point of view, I don't think there's ever been a better combination of like a rider, a bike, like the the riding itself and, and that song. I mean, face-to-face -face disconnected, like yep. anytime that song comes on anywhere, it just like immediately takes me back to like Time and that place. helicopter and, and you know, the fence jump and all that stuff. So um, that to me is like the best moto part that's ever been created. Um, on top of that though, like what well, I always really enjoy like the, um, the montages from the outdoors like and and now like looking back upon it like being so deeply uh you know involved in like the production side of our company and like working with our content team and our creative director and all that like there the formula for like how they would put those together is so random it's just like how did they pick like why did they go to those certain races that they went to like you get these like random clips of Steve Lampson in his box band. Like, yep. I don't even know how that made the cut, but like, it's perfect. It works so good. So um, that's something that I always really appreciated. And um, you know, like the, the, the fight scene with Rhino and Henry at Hanktown and like all that stuff is just, just rad. So, yeah. 
Absolutely, dude, you like literally preaching to the choir. My favorite, and it's a video that I had on VHS, was Terra Firma Greatest Hits Volume One, where they have like basically a uh, like a montage of every like all the national scenes kind of like together. It starts off with uh, like the AMA guys walking off, and then they have a start. I can't remember where it's. I think it's Troy, and then uh, I actually had him on the podcast. Um, What's his name? Oh, the guy who cracked, like the guy who died, was number forty-five on a uh, on a Nolene Yamaha goes over the bars and he crashes in the first corner. What's that? Jeff Jeff Willow. That's right. And then uh, the the very next scene is Carmichael crashing in the whoops, goes back to his bike, takes Greg Albertine's uh, foot peg right to the side of the head. Love it. Um, but yeah, all of those scenes together is just like the. Like they're so random, but it's so organic and it just works perfect. But uh, yeah, like if anyone hasn't watched a terror from a video recently, now they have three reasons to go hunt out those uh, those segments. <laughs> For sure. All right, boys. Well, this has been awesome. So much fun. I know you guys uh, also wanted to uh, like release all of the top secret. Um, gear that's coming out over the weeks that come unfortunately we don't have time for that so we'll have to uh put that off for another podcast sorry to the listeners but uh boys this has been fun yeah man this has uh, been super enjoyable i uh i look forward to maybe another one sometime soon absolutely yeah, thanks for having us on brad always good to catch up and uh yes we appreciate the interest and um yeah your, your attention to detail is killer man we we always you know you're always calling out the the cool stuff that we we work so hard on and uh means a lot thanks for giving us this platform to chat with you man it's been been fun hey if you guys you guys continue to work as hard as you are uh i'll continue to shed light on it because i like what both of you guys are doing tons of hard work goes into it and i deserve the praise uh even if i don't get any messages dms emails i'll still i'll still bring you guys back by unpopular demand Sounds good. How about the next time we do it live when, when we all get to hang out? Yes, absolutely. That, that I can def- We can definitely make that happen. I'm looking forward to it. I assume my, my plane uh, ticket is already in the mail. Um, this has been fun, guys. Uh, let's do this again sometime. And, uh, and like you said, in person. That'd be fantastic. Awesome, Brad. Sounds good, man. We'll see you at the races. Perfect. Don't hang up just yet, you two. But for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there.